Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I want you to meet Daria Haitoglu. She's a psychologist and relationship coach. With more than 10 years of coaching and talent management, Daria has a passion to help people fulfill their potential and be the best they can. She's a certified trainer in NLP coaching and strategic interventions for personal and business growth. But I will let her tell you more about herself. Daria? Oh, hello, Georgian. Thank you very much. Such a nice introduction. And actually, that's exactly what I wanted to say. So you just shared, um, you know, I come from Russia, from Siberia. I spend most of my life uh, traveling the world and live in different places. Uh, currently, I'm based in the UK. That's where I have my practice. And before that, I lived in Switzerland, in Geneva. And before that, I lived in London, and before that, I lived in St. Petersburg. So quite a lot of places, um, multinational family. My husband is Greek. Children were born in Switzerland, and uh, we speak different languages. It's quite a lot of things going on in our family. You know, the family spread across the, the globe. So very excited to speak to you and to the larger audience about this very important topic. Yes, yeah, so that's that's exactly what I do. I'm a psychologist and a relationship coach, and I apply systemic relationship coaching, going deep you know, rather than breadth. Yeah, wonderful. And I'm sure you have your your own experience with uh, mixed uh, with this mixed family. With uh, I'm sure that it's not really easy to uh, to manage all the different uh, views on the world and the different. Uh, religious beliefs that that uh, we are grown with we grow with um, how do you do it in, in your uh, in your relationship yeah it's a good question so uh, there's a lot of application what I do professionally also uh, personally and uh, it's not uh, always easy so it, is, uh, it takes practice to make it perfect and we are always developing ourselves and having uh, relationship challenges and, and overcoming those. So it's wonderful to talk about them because I know them personally. It's not yeah, something exactly. that I've learned. I've gone through them and I had two marriages and I had lots of different relationships, ups and downs, uh, failures and successes. Some of them were happy, some were not. And, um, this is something that I'm very passionate about at the moment. I've written a book called Enrich Your Relationships. It talks about uh, different secrets. I call them strategies on how to uh, really enrich relationships. And uh, gratitude is part of it. Actually, it's part of um, a topic called nourishment. Nourishment, uh, which is a second uh, letter in the word enrich, N for nourishment versus depletion. So mm-hmm. gratitude is big part of what I teach, what I train, and uh, the coaching that's um, based on systemic Virginia Satir approach, who's the mother of family therapy. It's a combination of therapy and uh, coaching together uh, to help people go through 
personal and professional challenges. But yes, I do uh, apply this a lot in relationship with my children, with my partner, with my parents who are very far and they're coming from a different uh, culture uh, and they're different personality-wise. So we always have these challenges and how do, we, how do we operate in a world where people are not like us? Some of them are like us, but most of people are not like us. And how do we make these relationships work? This is a cornerstone. This is something that I'm very interested about and I've done a lot of research I've got quite a few degrees, but uh, I love researching people and how they relate and how they make the social connections effective or they're not making them you know functional versus dysfunctional so there's all you know a lot of a lot of depth in this topic and I feel and also not just me I mean my feeling is uh, is very important of course, but there's a, a lot of research saying that happiness and uh, success depend on the quality of our relationships. Sure, yeah. There's a Grant Harvard study that's been done for 75 years, the research to what makes people happy. And uh, the answer is enriched relationships. So I okay. find it very important as a, as a topic to, to help people with. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I was thinking about the fact that I myself and I, I know other people that have um, relationship um, challenges and I was thinking about okay we are um, usually from the same background we have the same beliefs the same um, traditions and we still have challenges I was thinking about your situation it, it can be so so much complicated and uh, getting to manage that I think gets you a lot of experience to help others also yeah, uh, as they say, it's 10,000 hours to make uh, one a master. So it's only through practicing, through learning, through growing, challenging yourself and failing as well as great experience to fail and to have some uh, conflicts and problems, as we call them, that are our best teachers, to be honest. If everything was very simple and people would never argue, would never uh, experience tension, they would not grow. They would not go through a process of change. And change exactly. is is important for us. Uh, I, I believe partly we are in this life in this on this planet to change and to learn, to grow, and to become more flexible and sort out our shit. Yeah. Sorry, my French. <laughs> and uh, yeah, relationships really, really help us do that. And they put us in in situations when where we we actually need to grow there's no other way we we can't run away uh from some relationships and they uh, by doing this they 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 help us grow even more absolutely we attract what we have inside us so we naturally bring more of uh, our challenges that we have inside us and uh, there's a law of attraction that works i'm sure people know about it and uh, we cannot not communicate so what we have inside us will always communicate with the external world attracting these quantum physics similar energy so that's great. We live um, in the best situation and the best environment that's uh, beneficial for us. Exactly, exactly. So um, getting back to, um, to gratitude, do you have some words of wisdom that you like, some, uh, some quote that you like on gratitude? Um, <laughs> the quote that I like on, 
on gratitude. Well, my favorite quote is a moment of gratitude makes a difference in your attitude. <laughs> I just, oh, I don't know who, who said that, but, um, you know, we talk a lot about attitude, especially in business. Uh, when people, you know, I used to hire people. I, I was responsible for hiring in a big multinational organization. And um, the most important thing was attitude, not the skill set, not the um, uh, sort of uh, talent, as we call them, right? But it's the attitude of that person. And what makes a good attitude is the, the feeling of positive energy. Because gratitude for me is, um, is a feeling of joy. It's like a, that positive quality of energy. And we know, you know, the atom con consists of uh, electron and proton. Proton is plus, electron is minus. So it's a plus or minus type of energy. We either grow or we <laughs> deflect and we kind of diminish. So it's either one direction or the other. The energy works that way. It either expands or it contracts. So gratitude is part of that triggering system to expand. Because when we feel grateful, uh, we feel first great, full <laughs> of great, yeah, grateful. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so we feel great because positive energy like joy and um, uh, gratitude they makes they make us feel great because of uh, serotonin, because of oxytocin, because of dopamine. These three hormones that help us um, feel amazing, um, amazing inside. These are like cocktail hormones, but of course they are also endorphins. So gratitude is a first little step towards unlocking that potential of going upward spiral and the psychology of um, positive psychology and what I uh, teach the psychology of human enrichment is based on this principle. The gratitude is a cornerstone for, uh, for growing and expanding. So we feel better yeah, exactly. and we have our amazing attitude afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, like you said, even in the, in the workplace, when you want to get hired, even, um, People relate to you in a different way when you are grateful and when you are uh, you have this attitude. Mm. People feel it. I mean, we have mirror neurons. That's already proven. So people feel they have gut feeling. They have intuition, and um, we have whatever we have inside. We cannot hide. Even if we choose different words, we may consciously try to protect our inner world but we all feel each other unconsciously. So it's impossible not to communicate. And gratitude helps us uh, become more open and joyful so people get more attracted. People generally more, or people who are more joyful and grat uh, grateful, they will be attracted. And that will expand the um, energy even more the positive energy that the stronger the energy the source of energy the more reflection the more the ripple effect is on other people so actually by doing that and what you're doing is fantastic because you're connecting and expanding that uh, gratitude container that bucket of gratitude to make it into like gratitude of sea of ocean so more people get affected and that hundred thousand Maybe it will be one million, you know, one, be, one I billion. I sure hope so, yeah. <laughs> and by, by connecting the positive to positive, we grow in our energy and expand in our better attitude, which brings more positive results to the world. 
beautifully said beautifully said and i love the the way you 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 combine um psychology uh science and uh spirituality it's wonderful i really didn't see this perspective uh before and i i think it's very beautifully said oh wonderful that's a compliment to me because i'm sure you've researched a lot on this topic and had yeah. a lot of podcasts before <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's really unique and uh the combination is is wonderful thank um, you and i appreciate you for that for uh what you bring for the uniqueness that you bring with your your experience yeah i believe uh, as we have 7 billion people everyone has a unique uh, footprint you know the blueprint the way we think because of the uh, complicated um, background uh, that we all bring with each of us so that's that's the unique part but we're also all connected we have similar patterns similar hormones similar uh, reactions so it's great that we are connecting on the level of similarities and we're growing on a level of differences and that's how we make a difference in the world <laughs> wonderful wonderful I, I love how how you see things but um what I'm really curious about, I know that you're a, you're a grateful person. I've been following you uh, for a while, and um, I love what you what you write, um, what you share, and um, I know that you're a grateful person. But what do you do when it's hard to be grateful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so when we get caught in a negative spiral, yeah, we, uh, that has some consequences. Uh, it's very hard to break the pattern and move straight away into the positive energy. It's like saying, you know, when you're sad, be joyful. So how do you do that, right? And how do you become more grateful when it's hard, when, you know, a person might feel stuck or annoyed or uh, not in their best element, they say. So the the best thing is to uh, change the pattern by changing physiology. Physiology changes neurology. Yeah, to make uh, the neurology, the the hormonal and um, uh, neuro connections change, we need to change the way we are physically. Okay, so negative um, uh, stances, I call them, in systemic approach, we call about we call them stances. They are normally blaming. Yeah, they are uh, blaming this very, very strong energy, generally led by testosterone, can be also dopamine, but sometimes with adrenaline and it may have even uh, noradrenaline. So it's, it's a very <clears throat> interesting stance. Uh, we have also placating, you know, uh, oh, I'm a, a victim, please forgive me, it's not my fault. It could be um, withdrawing. I'm not talking to you. you know, this is not uh, uh, to talk about a very important topic. I'm hiding my emotions. And then from these type of stances, and there's another one that's called distractive, like, oh, I'm not going to engage with that. I'm, I'm avoiding the difficult bit. These are the stances that we need to dance into congruent stances. Congruent stance is always centered when we face reality and that's the stance where it opens up to gratitude. So the one million dollar question is how do we do this transition? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I teach during the stance dance and the uh, interventions that we call them the systemic relationship interventions for all people. But just something that everyone can apply in their life and uh, 
something that you know you don't need to go on a retreat or in a workshop but a little thing little but mighty thing that you can uh, make a difference with which i'm happy to share with you it's one of the most effective ways to change your physiology uh, so for example when a person is in a blaming mood and they are blaming situation or another person normally for how they feel they do not own they do not res take responsibility for their feelings and um, they're kind of leaning forward so the the natural thing that that person can do is relax put the shoulders back open the neck look up and when they're looking up with their head they smile and they open their their arms you cannot see it but they open their arms and they stretch and they start changing physiology just by doing that the person cannot be sad physically because we are wired with a certain physiology to feel certain feelings wow okay so when we do that little thing we can change in milliseconds that's wonderful we get stuck a lot of the time in the same physiology and we replay and replay the same story and we've, we've been relieving that story. We know it very well. Some people it's a story of blaming to so some people it's a story of um, uh, story of withdrawal. So they, they, they go away and they stop talking, which is you know, closing up and they become sick, physically sick, ill. They make themselves ill when they close up because they cannot um, just hold all that negative energy and then they go into the blame or the placating. Yeah? So these are the stances that we need to dance through to more congruent stance. And that's what uh, the beauty of that approach is that uh, the systemic relationship approach, but this little nugget I wanted to share. So everyone can apply it in their life. And if they want to know more, I can always share more. So happy to happy to be that um, provider of knowledge, knowledge and experience because it's not just knowledge and information. We may know things, but if we don't apply them, gratitude does not flow. So we need to experience that physically. That's why I'm talking about the embodied uh, experience. Yeah, that's that's really interesting, and um, the fact that we we have the power to, to change this. It's not um, usually when we blame people or uh, uh, we do things like this, we, we think that the other, the other person needs to do something in order for us to, to feel better. And th that's why sometimes we, we feel like, okay, how can I be grateful? He did this to me or things like that. Yeah, that's and a trap. Really, that's yeah. an illusion. Yeah, we, uh, that's the, exactly part of the reason why we feel resentful and not grateful. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because it's hard to be resentful and grateful at the same time. <laughs> uh, it's not possible. Yeah, we cannot do both because um, we choose. It's like a pathway. Huh? Or neurologically, we either choose the negative energy or we choose the positive energy. Together, they neutralize. It's not possible to have. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why, uh, for instance, when, when I started out, I was thinking about, okay, I should uh, find a, a problem in this world that I want to um, find a solution to and give it to the world and serve it. Um, but 
focusing, for instance, I don't know, on depression or on something like that makes you focus on the fact that people are depressed or things like that. But when you uh, talk about gratitude, even though you don't talk directly about the problem, you get people to focus on gratitude and on the fact that there are reasons to be grateful, even if the situations that they, they are in might make them feel depressed or angry or something like this. Mm, where the focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. And what we focus on expands. And most people uh, focus on the negatives. It's our primary survival technique. It's called the Zeigarnik effect. It's uh, an effect that is, uh, we're seven times more prone to, to think and elicit, to pick up negative uh, facts around us to, in order to survive when we were in um, in the forest lying away from from a lion running away from some dangers we were thinking what if this could happen what if that could happen so that allowed us uh, to survive mm-hmm. not anymore that is not useful so but we still uh, we still repeat that uh, pattern of negative predisposition. So in order for us to change into the positive, it's much harder. And that's why majority, the majority of population think negatively. Yeah. And yeah, they, they shouldn't feel uh, ashamed of doing this because it's, it's natural somehow. And I, and I feel it from my own experience uh, in the relationship. I sometimes choose to feel, to, to remain angry um, because I feel protected. If I know that if I feel, uh, I, I think on some level, if I feel angry and I uh, keep the other person uh, um, f- further away, that's somehow, somehow uh, protecting me. And well, that's what uh, the ego um, says, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you think about the, the left and the right hemisphere of the brain, so the left part would always minimize result, uh, expenditure. So it tries to minimize the efforts. And by blaming someone, it's much easier because we don't need to change. Change is much more difficult. And sometimes people are preferred to die rather than to change. So by blaming someone, we are eliminating that uh, root of change. We kind of say, well, it's not my fault. You know, it's someone else's fault. And by taking responsibility and saying, yes, it's actually me who's hurting, who's suffering. It's me who's in pain. I need to help myself first. I need to change. You're triggering something inside me that's so hurting. And by healing that part, I can be a better person. I can be more grateful and more uh, there for you. And that is uh, one of the key to one of the keys to unlock a greater relationship yeah i totally agree like, like we said uh, before if if we focus on uh, the things that make us feel like angry and resentful it's so hard to see the positive things the the, the things that we actually appreciate at the other person and this actually ruins the the relationship in time yeah, yeah so that's absolutely true Exactly, exactly. So um, what I wanted to ask you also is um, if you have um, a meaningful experience that made you into a more grateful person, do you, um, were you always grateful or did something happen and uh, you, you got to choose to be, to be more grateful more often? Mm. Well, <clears throat> lots of interesting experiences. And I don't remember the first one. Maybe it's also something I've learned from my family. My dad is very grateful and um, that's how I grew up. But what helps me be grateful these days 
is to get back to reality, like travel to the places where uh, it's, it's absolutely different uh, system of coordinates. So recently, for example, I went to Nepal for three weeks and I uh, went to Tibet and I saw how people live there just to feel grateful for who I am, for what I have, for what education I have had, just to compare, just to get, you know, to the ground, to the, to the real life. Because sometimes we live in, uh, and been very fortunate to live in circumstances and we, we have won the genetic lottery, as I call it, being born in a place we're born in Europe or in a developed country. But the majority of population on this planet, they live below the, the poverty level and they have very little to survive on. They actually don't have much at all to, and they're still happy in a way. But um, of course, I, I don't encourage people to go backwards in, in their development, but it just uh, helps me check in with myself and think that there's nothing else to be worrying about. Just be and the gratefulness is a wonderful way to to make a next step towards the fear, fearful paths. And what helps me is really traveling and seeing the world in different places. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think um, that contrast uh, helps a lot. Like we feel most grateful after we're, we're sick, for instance. When we, we're sick, it's like, oh my God, I can't do this, I can't do that. And after that, we're so grateful, oh, I'm healthy. Okay, it doesn't last for much <laughs> usually, but we, we still are uh, in those moments. Or when we see um, like uh, really poor people, we feel blessed that you know, we have the abundance that we have in our lives. And um, this is a really powerful thing uh, to, to see the contrast and to, to feel the gratefulness of, about the, the things that you already have and you already enjoy and you might take for, for granted, actually. Mm, yeah, that's so true. And th this is also interesting for me. Uh, a friend of mine uh, went to India and... Uh, even though Romania isn't seen as the the, the most rich country, um, at least it's not really that that uh, poor, but uh, it's not also the the richest place. Um, but uh, when he came back from from uh, India, he was like so grateful for for the level at which we are, even if it's not the the highest one. He was like, oh my god, we, we are so lucky. It's all relative. Everything is relative. Yeah, yeah. So changing the system of coordinates in our head, the mindset, helps us recalibrate who we are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And these, these contrasting experiences that we have um, helps us see the, the things that we, we can already be, be grateful about. And uh, this, this, is, I, this, I think, is a, a really powerful tool that we can use. Yeah. Like, helping people that are uh, that are sick for instance can make us more grateful about the fact that we are healthy and yes yeah like this yeah absolutely so um getting back to our um track um do you have some uh, kind of uh i don't know words that you would say to your younger self about gratitude 
if you if you could go back in time like what would you say to daria that was um i don't know 20 years old or even younger mm. well i would say imagine if that was the most important thing in your life that your life would depend on and make it the priority wonderful <laughs> straight to the point <laughs> yeah yeah that's great that's great i i was thinking when i when i thought about this question i was thinking about uh myself also um if i knew how to be grateful earlier on i think i would have enjoyed life even more because uh i don't know how it was for other people but for me it was like always having another goal that I wanted to reach. Mm. Always thinking, okay, I, I want to be, uh, to get to high school and do this and that. I want to get to college and do this and that. And it was always something that's in, in the future and another, mm. another level that I need to reach in order to, to be happy or to, to be good enough somehow. And yeah, um, yeah gratitude has helped me see that I have so many things that I can already be happy with and that I'm already good enough with all the things that I have and I did. And yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay to be ambitious. Sometimes it's okay to achieve, uh, reach out for something out there, but it's all about balance. I find it's a, a very delicate act of balancing. And um, when, you know, people always feel grateful and always feel positive, that's fantastic. Maybe there's sometimes it's okay to feel annoyed or feel uh, ambitious because that pushes us outside of our comfort zone. And then once we reach that point, it's okay to celebrate. It's okay to be happy with what we've done. And then again, go in and working on, on the next thing, because if only we were grateful and that was the only um, status quo, again, that would be at some point, um, saturated so much as a feeling and we would be not grateful about being grateful <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so um, it's all with the with the moderation yeah and actually i, I don't think it's possible to be grateful for, grateful all the time we, we are human beings we have ups and downs highs and lows it's not every day that we we can feel great about everything in our life it's some people seem to be able to do that and that's really great for them. <laughs> but yeah. uh, in my experience with all the people that I've t talked also on this podcast, um, we have challenges. We have uh, times when we are uh, not feeling that, that great about ourselves, about life. And uh, it's about having um, habits that help us go get through, through those moments. Yes, yes. I always call, call it a five-to-one ratio habit. So it's important to keep a balance, but the balance needs to be on scale, should be the balance on the positive side because uh, our um, kind of emotional bank account, if it's neutral, then it's very hard to go into the withdrawals to the negative part. So we need to always give uh, and nourish ourselves so we feel positive. And that's why... Uh, I call the five to one, so five positive interactions or thoughts to every negative thought. Otherwise, we we tend to go into that zygarnic effect and think negatively. 
Yeah, and it's like this in a relationship also, isn't it? Um, five positive interactions uh, for every one negative one, right? Absolutely, that saves relationships, that bring them from ashes. This is a, a wonderful and very hard to follow, actually. <laughs> I was habit. thinking about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those who manage to do that, they um, piece together their relationships. I totally agree, because um, appreciating the other person is, I think, I don't know, maybe you have some uh, some more scientific uh, a more scientific view on this, but I think that um, one of the um, the most uh, the deepest yearnings that we have is to be appreciated. Yes, to be seen, to be heard, to be touched, to be uh, accepted, to belong, to be loved, to be cared for. These are yes, appreciated and um, respected loved yes these are the deepest uh, yearnings that we have and if we don't satisfy them then we go into the uh, hiding mode of the behavior escapism so we then we hide behind those masks uh, where we use uh, those under stress to protect ourselves protect our delicate uh, soul mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and um What I was also wanted to, to ask you about is, um, do you have some kind of a, a habit, some practice that you do consistently to, to help you be more grateful? Yeah, five to one. <laughs> That's All number right. one. Yeah. The open up exercise in the morning. And then I have also the gratitude journal and the three um, things that I feel grateful in the morning about the previous day. That's how I start the day. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, I, I'm doing this also. And um, I feel it's really useful when you have lots of things going on. Um, you, you, you feel so tired at the end of the day, you sometimes forget, you forget that, that the, all the beautiful things that actually happened that day. It's like, and you feel so much better. And the, the sleep is much better when you, when you think about these things. I also do this before, but that, that's why, why I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And it has been my experience that I the sleep is much better when instead of counting ships, I count <laughs> my blessings. Yes, yes, that's wonderful. Yeah, and it, it puts you in another state and then that's really beautiful. And mm -hmm. yeah, if, even at that point, it's I don't know if you, if you know something scientifically about this, Um, the, the state you are in before sleeping. I know that in relationship, this is also uh, important to not to go to bed uh, uh, being uh, mad on the other person. Mm. Well, we, we bring a state. We, um, the last uh, few minutes of our conscious state into the unconscious realm when we fall asleep. So mm -hmm. that's why preparation for the sleep affects the quality of sleep and affects the quality of rejuvenation, um, all the processes of elimination of toxins, how we feel afterwards the following morning, of course. And there's a rule that we should never keep our negative stuff overnight because it is kind of like putting you know, toxins on additional layer of 
toxins in our unconscious to process it. So rather we can do it consciously to resolve things before going to bed and prepare ourselves for a better state, Always, especially with children. Children are particularly, especially when they feel scared or they feel uh, unloved, unseen, uncared for, and, and not understood. They will have nightmares and they will have uh, trouble fall asleep or waking up at night and parents sometimes they wonder oh you know it's, it must be food or it must be like um, the routine but it may be as simple as that during the evening routine when they when they are about to go to sleep the parents uh, choose the stories that they tell them so not giving them scary books or this crazy uh, some, something yeah very active violent that we see these days especially for boys i mean i'm a mother of two boys so i know a lot about superheroes and, and ninjagos and a lot of uh, things that i didn't even know when i was growing up but uh, it's important to those it's important to protect this time and we're not um, allowing any active overactive games for example because that also stimulates too much the brain especially the young active brain so calming down and preparing ourselves for for this welcoming experience of unconscious realm is an important piece of you know some people pray some people meditate we meditate with kids we sing very subtle songs we i tell them stories i show them sometimes very um uh, to say calm theater with puppets to tell them the story that it's a, an induction into the into the sleep for example if they're scared of the dark uh, room or if uh, something troubled them during the day and make it into the like, fairy fairy tale therapy type of uh, story to help them prepare and that's what adults can do uh, adults can also prepare themselves and and the preparation part is very is crucial also for the following day yeah exactly exactly and um i think that uh, somehow on some level we are we are also uh, like uh, like children and we need this also even though we we grew up and we still have an inner child that needs this um positive reinforcement even even though we we we're not at that yes. age anymore yeah so um, do you want to mention mm -hmm. a few people in your life that you're grateful to? Oh, I'm grateful to so many people. And uh, I wrote many letters to people who influenced uh, my life when I was growing, uh, my teachers, my sports, uh, my athlete teachers, coaches. Um, and these days, I feel grateful to every person I meet. And that's my mantra, because I believe they're all teachers that come to my life, especially um, people with challenges and, and something that triggers me, that those people are the, the best people, the, the most grateful I feel for them. And um, of course, the family. Yeah, these are the, the toughest cookies. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's great that you can feel grateful for uh, even for for these uh, experiences. And yeah, that that takes a, a, a bit of toughness <laughs> to be able to to do this. Um, I was wondering, do you have a book recommendation for us and for for the audience? Um, actually, today. 
I did a blog on my top 10 books to read. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> so one that always brings back the that system of coordinate is, um, actually, I wonder if it, oh, yes, it's called The Mindfulness Survival Kit by Chik Tan. Uh, I don't know whether you, you know, this is a great um, little and mighty book. And the guy's a Buddhist monk, he's Vietnamese, but he was um, a laureate of the Nobel Prize. Wow. Uh, yeah, and he still is practicing actually in France. And uh, they, he has a monastery there. But he has, I have a lot of his books. Actually, by chance, I have them all here just because I was writing this blog. I have his anger book and um, uh, the art of communicating. Uh, fear, social wisdom for getting through the storm. So quite a few, yeah. The more we focus on this area, how to be grateful, mindful, and joyful, the, the better we will feel. Yeah, wonderful. And what about your book? You want to say a few my words? My book, oh yes. <laughs> uh, my book is called Enrich Your Relationship. It's on Amazon in the UK and the US. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful also reminder of how to enrich relationships and be grateful. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think that's that's really great that um, you you wrote something on relationships because I I truly believe that relationships are are our most challenging part uh, of our lives, but also the part that um, makes us happiest and uh, brings us the most gratitude, actually. And yeah. Wonderful. Well, the relationships, especially when we have kids, uh, as, as I wrote, and actually it was Daniel um, Gilbert, um, Daniel, 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 yes, uh, Stumbling Upon Happiness in the book he wrote. Um, he researched why, why people call children the, the joy of their life. And this is exactly um, the part which makes their relationship miserable in many cases. So it is the most grateful we feel for when we have kids and when we um, find our soulmate. But this is the toughest and the most difficult relationship to be grateful for. Yeah, that's that's really good that you you touched upon this because um, people sometimes think that uh, if they find the right person or if they have a child, they they are going to be happy all the time, and that's going to be bring happiness forever. Yeah, it's not exactly that way. <laughs> and uh, while you, you, you still have so many reasons to feel grateful about that, you also need to, um, to work on the things that keep you from being grateful and happy in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, where can people find you, Daria? Where can people see your work? Well, I have an active uh, group on Facebook called Psychology of Human Enrichment. So if you just search for the Psychology of Human Enrichment and uh, join the group and join the discussion. Also have a, a newsletter, blog that I send on Tuesdays and that can be signed up for on dariahaitoglu.com. I don't know whether you can write that because a lot of people will be saying like, how do you spell that name? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to be on the website written also, so it's going to be all right, yeah. Okay, all right, so here we go. So if people want to connect with me through the website, through Facebook or Instagram, it's a lot of social media that out there that, um, yeah, we can connect with. All right, perfect. So um, be sure to, to visit uh, Daria on her website. Um, I'm also following her and uh, she, she teaches some very interesting things about relationships and um, yeah, totally go for it. And uh, thank you very much for, uh, for your time, for being here and sharing these amazing tips with us. Thank you. Thank you for organizing and giving me the chance. It's fantastic. Sure, well sure. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Have an amazing evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast. By the way, what are you grateful for right now?